The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. How can you utilize your content over time? Over time, um, you had mentioned the concept of evergreen content. Talk a little yep. bit about how a small business can leverage yep. that concept over time. So first off, um, so we have three types of channels. We have owned, which is your corporate website, and then your LinkedIn company page, Facebook page, you know, like your corporate business channels, et cetera. Those are your owned. Then you have paid, which means, hey, I'm going to run this paid campaign, target these people, and I'm going to spend some money, and hopefully they click on my ad and buy my stuff. And then we have earned, and earned is the free stuff. This is where if I share out stories or I share out you know, information through my networks or my employees' networks, I'm going to generate value for the company that I didn't have to pay for, and each click adds value to my company, therefore it's earned value or earned media. And so that's that earned media calculation. So, so that's one, we're gonna focus on the earned because it's the cheapest way to get visibility for your company. Second is paid campaigns start and end. Unless you've got an endless pocket of you know, money that you just are like, I wanna spend, 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 and hopefully I will earn, earn, earn. You paid campaigns start and then they end. And usually they're pretty quick because you can blow through your cash pretty fast on that. Whereas an evergreen channel means it's always on, like the, the tree's always green. So evergreen marketing is utilizing those free channels that you have, whether they're your networks, your corporate networks, or your employees' networks, to keep that dialogue going with those, uh, with those target audiences that are important to you, which are your customers and your future customers. So that's evergreen marketing. And then um, if we then look at, you know, what's the value in comparison, well, if you add up all of the engagements you get over the course of a year, and then you calculate that against what you would have paid to uh, earn, you know, to, to get that if you did a paid campaign, then you can see you know, how much money you've saved just by sharing content. This could feel like a lot of lifting because then you're like, okay, now I've got, you know, I've got to build this strategy. I've got to you know, share X amount of content. There is a, 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 a social sharing best practice around the kinds of content that you should be sharing. And it has a ratio. So for every six pieces of content you share, you should share three pieces of thought leadership, two pieces about the industry, and one piece about your company. And if you adhere to that ratio, so three, two, one, then you're not constantly touting off about your company, your products and services, but you're talking about what's happening in the industry. You're talking about what's happening uh, you know, with thought leadership, then you're providing value to your networks. So they don't just hear you talking about your company and they switch off and like, oh, every time Jonathan shares something, he's always, you know, talking about his product or service. He's always trying to get me to buy something. Here's a sale. There's a product. There's this, this, this. They, they, they have quickly shut off and they ignore it. But if it's like, oh, you know, every single time I see Jonathan posting, he's sharing something that's adding value to me. Shared this article that helped me with my last project. Shared this story where, you know, he had this uh, project he was working on and it was difficult and he explained what was challenging for him and what worked out. And now there's a bunch of people that are going to be taking on similar kinds of work. And that was super helpful for him or for them. And then, you know, that gets shared out. 
then I get looked upon as a thought leader in the industry. I get looked upon as somebody that's a subject matter expert. And I get looked, upon, uh, looked at as upon somebody that could be trusted. So now when I am talking about products and services, you're not like, oh, oh, Jonathan, here he goes again. Instead, you're like, oh, okay. Well, what, what has he got to offer? So it's, it's a different conversation. So let's dig, um, let's dig just a touch deeper in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm a one person shop. Let's say yep. I'm a plumber. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily think about, um, I don't know, I don't necessarily think that I'm the loudest plumber out there. I don't think that I'm, you know, the most well-known plumber out there. But obviously, sure. there's an opportunity for me to think um, in regards to a concept that you call share of voice. And talk a little bit about that. Sure. So um, I'll take it away from the uh, the single, you know, business owner, and we'll talk about a larger company, and then I'll try and see if I can boil it back down to how that, you know, how, how can we affect it? So uh, for, for, an, for an individual with their own business. So if we think about, let's say uh, a topic, um, let's pick artificial intelligence, since uh, I'm afraid of it. And, um, <laughs> and um, so let's suppose uh, um, you're a company and you're a pretty big company and one of your divisions has products and services that are related to artificial intelligence, you know, whether it's data analytics or something like that. And um, so normally what we would do at LinkedIn is we would go to that company and say, okay, who are your competitors that you're selling against in this artificial intelligence space? And they might say like, oh, it's IBM and this company and that company and you know, whatever, this, this list of companies that have these services. And then what we would do is we would basically take all of the stories that are shared, all of the conversations that have artificial intelligence in it, and we would add them all up. Maybe that's 10,000 stories over whatever period of time. And then we would go back to your company and say, out of those 10,000 stories, here's how many of those 10,000 you were involved in. So you were involved in a hundred of those conversations. Well, then you've got a 1% share of the voice of all of those conversations. Yet, oh, IBM's your competitor. They were involved in 2000 of those conversations or they were involved in, you know, whatever. Maybe they have a 20% share of voice. So then we can go back to the client and say, okay, you know, here's where you rank at the bottom and here's where your competitors rank at the top you don't want to be at the bottom because you're trying to sell more artificial intelligence. You need to be, have a greater percentage of the conversation. So then we would typically say, Hey, why don't you, you know, buy some products and services that, that gets your voice out there in front of these people that, that you care about. So obviously it sounds like each network kind of approaches that a little bit differently. Um, being well, the, business focused. Yes, in. absolutely. Absolutely. Now uh, on, on other platforms, I think the concepts still like they'll carry over with the other platforms is just how do you apply it? But now if I think about me as a plumber, okay, so then who can I sell to? Well, it's wherever I'm willing to drive for my work. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drive nine hours to fix someone's, you know, like to install something from, you know, for a plumbing uh, uh, job, unless it's enormous, you know what I mean? Like, and then maybe it's worth it. But otherwise I, I'm gonna have a range that I'm, you know, this is my client base, this is my target area. So then it's okay. Now in that target area, how well do these people know me? And if the answer is not much at all, then how do I change that? How do I get my voice 
so that I increase that, that visibility, that share of voice in that audience so that anytime anybody's thinking about a plumber, they're thinking about me. In the range that I'm willing to drive to, how do I become top of mind? And sometimes that could be, you know, yes, it could be a paid targeted campaign on Facebook that says, I only want to target people in this geographical area that are homeowners that, you know, talk about this kind of stuff or that, you know, that maybe, you know, search for, um, you know, renovation or, you know, like these kinds of things. So then surface my ad in front of them and then hopefully, you know, they'll hire me for the project. So, you know, you can do that kind of targeted campaign, but you can also deliver information. So one is, um, invite people to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, and, and other channels that are in your area that are potential target, you know, uh, um, customers. And then the second would be then share helpful stuff. Maybe I could share an article once a week, like, hey, plumbing tip of the week. Here's something that the homeowner can do for free. You know, here's something that's a cheap thing at the local hardware store that if you do this, it might save you thousands of dollars in the future. You know, that kind of stuff. If I did that consistently, people will grab that story and go, oh, wow, that's like amazing. And then they share it out to their friends and they share it out to their network. And then all of a sudden I don't become somebody that's just trying to sell to them. I become somebody that they really like and I've been helpful and they've never even met. Hmm. That's pretty cool. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.